The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Welcome to the televised broadcast of the Olympic opening ceremonies from Beijing. Thousands of Chinese performers play ancient Chinese drums. The precision of their movements made even more impressive by their massive numbers. about the Chinese again? They're gonna take over the world! Sweetie, the Chinese aren't going to get you. They are so! There's two billion of them and their economy is getting better and with their advances in technology, they're going to bring down America! <laughs> 2016 is going to bring many new things to look forward to. For some, it will be new episodes of The X-Files. For others, a new U.S. president-elect. And for others still, it will be the Summer Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. The motto for this year's Olympics is Viva Sua Paixão, which means live your passion. My passion, as loyal listeners know, relates to the production of this show. On this episode of ARC, I'm going to talk about how my passion has led to some frustrations with the movies, and I'm going to list all of the new releases that I got to see in 2015. This is ARC. To the movies, to good movies, to every possible kind. You shall not pass! Make it so. Where are my dragons? You Nothing for you! Welcome to Earth. Stick around. No slices for white. Clever girl. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. I'm 37? Are you the key master? I'm Omar. Who the hell are you? Hello everyone and welcome to the final episode of Arts Review and Commentary of 2015. Arts Review and Commentary is brought to you by ARC's Amazon page. Click the Amazon button at artsreviewandcommentary.com to shop, save, and help this show and the Realm Network produce free on-demand content. 2015 was not a particularly notable one in terms of movies. Oh, sure, there were many memorable ones and ones that broke the bank, like Jurassic World and, of course, The Force Awakens. But whether it was produced on network TV, basic cable, premium cable, or Netflix, many people agree that television produced better quality entertainment than Hollywood. Shows like Mad Men and Hannibal ended, while shows like Master of None and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt premiered. I had remarked at how 2014 was not a good year for movies. 2015 wasn't that great either. As you'll hear, most of the new releases that I saw in 2015 were just 
okay. There weren't very many that were memorable, and most of them were clustered in certain parts of the year. I've never liked how Hollywood releases their crappiest movies at the beginning of the year, and I've never liked how they release the more intellectually driven Oscar bait pictures in limited release at the end of the year. Why aren't audiences able to enjoy themselves all year round? Does Hollywood think, oh, it's spring, people are going to be happy so they won't be caught dead inside a movie theater looking for some entertainment? Are they thinking that people won't have time for good movies because they'll be too busy staying inside on the weekends binging on the latest season of Orange is the New Black or Daredevil? Or is their release schedule dictated not by American audiences, but by audiences abroad? Does China have something against going to the movies in February and March because it's their new year or something? You know what? I'm going to submit an application for a grant to the National Endowment for the Arts so I can study the entertainment habits of worldwide audiences. If anyone knows how I can do that, please contact me. I'm serious. Email me at artsreviewandcommentary at gmail.com or go to facebook.com slash arcreviews and message me. As one might infer from the amount of episodes released in this calendar year, 2015 was not an easy year for me to produce. When I did some guest spots on George and Tony or the Gaming Marathon, I was asked why there was so much time between episodes. I explained that it takes quite a bit of time to research the topic of each episode as well as absorb all that material that is released for audiences. But that's not all of it. In 2015, life got in the way. Hour-long commutes, a daughter, a girlfriend, stresses at home and at work, they all served to reprioritize certain things. But each time I released an episode... I felt as if I had accomplished something for you. As the weeks passed between writing and recording sessions, I became despondent and less motivated. Near the end of the year, I realized that I felt most like myself doing anything and everything related to ARC. Now, some of you might be thinking, what, you mean like watching TV? Yes, but there were other things. Like this year, I introduced my daughter to Harry Potter by reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone to her. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, I did the second annual Academy Awards show with my friend Jordan Rose. I started and finished the Halo franchise all the way up to Halo 4. Uh, I saw a fantastic production of Guys and Dolls at the Olney Theater Center in Olney, Maryland. I got to see Chris Angel and Cirque du Soleil in Vegas on my birthday weekend. Art was an ever-present source of joy and comfort for me. Oh, and of course, I watched a lot of movies. Here is the list of the 62 new releases that I got to see in 2015, along with their ratings from 0 to 5 stars. Whiplash, 4 out of 5 stars. John Wick, 2 out of 5. Exodus, Gods and Kings, 1 out of 5. Still Alice, 4 out of 5. American Sniper, 3.5 out of 5. Selma, 4 out of 5. The Imitation Game, 3.5 out of 5. Ex Machina, 3.5 out of 5. Justice League, Throne of Atlantis, 2 out of 5. Jupiter Ascending, 
two out of five. Mr. Holmes, two and a half out of five. Fifty Shades of Grey, one and a half out of five. Kingsman, The Secret Service, four out of five. Hot Tub Time Machine 2, one and a half out of five. Focus, two out of five. Chappie, one and a half out of five. Trainwreck, four and a half out of five. The Divergent series, Insurgent, two and a half out of five. HBO's Going Clear, Scientology and the Prison of Belief, four and a half out of five. Halo Nightfall, two out of five. Get Hard, one and a half out of five. Batman vs. Robin, three out of five. Avengers, Age of Ultron, four out of five. Pitch Perfect 2, four out of five. Maggie, one and a half out of five. Mad Max Fury Road, three and a half out of five. Tomorrowland, four and a half out of five. Spy, three out of five. Lava, four out of five. Inside Out, five out of five. Sicario, four and a half out of five. Entourage, three out of five. San Andreas, four out of five. Jurassic World, four out of five. Terminator Genesis, three and a half out of five. Ant-Man, two out of five. Justice League, Gods and Monsters, three out of five. HBO's Seven Days in Hell, four out of five. Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, four out of five. Disney's Descendants, two out of five. The Gift, four out of five. Fantastic Four, one and a half out of five. Straight out of Compton, four out of five. Spotlight, five out of five. Beasts of No Nation, three and a half out of five. Room, five out of five. Steve Jobs, four out of five. The Visit, three and a half out of five. The Martian, five out of five. The Walk, four out of five. Bridge of Spies, four out of five. Crimson Peak, two out of five. HBO's Amy Schumer, Live from the Apollo, three out of five. Spectre, four out of five. The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, three and a half out of five. The Good Dinosaur, three out of five. The Night Before, three out of five. Creed, four out of five. Halo, The Fall of Reach, two out of five. Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, four and a half out of five. Sisters, three and a half out of five. The Hateful Eight, three and a half out of five. Live your passion. Do what you love. If there is something that you love to do and makes you feel like a better person, then make that a priority in this new year. That's it for this episode of ARC. Many thanks go to my friends and colleagues who helped me this year. Jennifer Blake for sitting with me to discuss all things Mad Men. My good friend and ARC logo designer, Jordan Rose of the JordanBlog.com for hosting the second annual Academy Award show and discussing all things M. Night Shyamalan. My daughter, Helena, who helped out a lot in that episode. George and Tony of the George and Tony Entertainment Show for letting me guest on their show. Adam, Asid, and Aaron of the Gaming Marathon for all their support. The ever-dependable Buzz Burbank for lending his talent on episode 33. R.J. Diaz, Lisa Runyon, Dennis McIver, and of course, Mark Ronick and Lowell Melser. But most of all, thank you, the listeners. Without an audience, art 
would mean nothing. And without listeners, this podcast would mean even less. I'll see everyone in 2016 with new episodes and new reviews and commentaries. My name is Omar Latiri, and this is ARC. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network. Listen to Tom Beringjar. Pinot Noir, Rose and Bar.